Chapter 9 Richard waved goodbye to Vet as the older man returned back to work and took a deep breath. Gods, he felt completely worn out, but in a wonderfully delightful, walking funny for the rest of the night kind of way. He turned away from the back door and took three steps before the sound of the triplets crying reached him. Alarmed, because honestly, these were some of the most well-behaved babies he'd ever seen, he ran quickly up the stairs into the nursery. What he saw there made him pause only seconds before he raced forward with a breathless cry. One of the triplets, Richard couldn't tell which one at first glance, was hanging over the side of the bed with their arms hanging down, trying to hold on to their siblings who were dangling over the side of the bed. Richard didn't know how they'd gotten themselves into such a predicament, but he knew that it was definitely something he was going to have to talk to Vet about. You're wolf shifters, not monkey shifters. What the hell is wrong with you? He yelled out in a panic to the babies, his heart pounding in his chest. He tried to shelter his thoughts from his mate, knowing that Vet would come running if he thought something had happened to one of the babies, especially considering what had just happened, and when a few minutes passed with him desperately clutching both babies in his arms, pressing his hip into the side of the nursery bed where, he looked over quickly to identify which baby was still in the crib, Amy, his brain processed, was holding on to her brother's? He checked again, and sure enough, Amy was still in the crib, and he was holding Kurt and RJ in his arms. Just like your damn mother, he grumbled. You can never be like every other woman out there. You just have to be different. Don't you know that you're supposed to be the one hanging on to one of your brother's hands, screaming for dear life? Not the other way around. Richard mumbled affectionately at the little girl, who blew him a raspberry and flopped down on her tiny baby bottom, the sound of her diaper crushing beneath her making Richard smile. She even huffed like Mandy. I'm sorry, honey, even if you are a wolf shifter, as a female, you are considered the weaker sex amongst humans. Although, if they knew what I knew, that women are devious, evil, and much stronger than us because of that very thing, they'd think twice. Besides, I had a kidney stone once and it hurt like hell when I had to piss it out. But your mother, Richard sighed in fond remembrance of his best friend as he put both boys back into the crib alongside their sister. Your mother gave birth to the two of you. That, to me, is pretty amazing. And brave. And so strong. And she was smart, too, because she left you with your Uncle Vet. Did you know that he was my mate? You probably did, huh? Richard nodded, sitting down in the rocking chair that faced the crib and slowly rocking as he talked with the triplets. All three babies were facing him, watching him intently as if they were aware and could comprehend everything he was saying and as if they found every word out of his mouth completely fascinating. Yeah, your Uncle Vet is something else. He's pretty amazing, you know. He's kind and attentive, and he really knows how to f- Richard's words cut off abruptly as he remembered who sat in the room with him, hearing his every word. He coughed nervously and cleared his throat, and he'd swear years later that R.J. smirked at him as if well aware of what his namesake had been about to say. Funnel a ditch for the cattle. Richard said with a laugh. I'm pretty sure that talking about funneling with infants is inappropriate and grounds for being arrested, a deep velvety voice said behind him, and Richard turned, fully expecting to see Vet, instead finding his eyes traveling up a long pair of legs, covered by tight wrangler jeans, a thick waist, and a broad, hard, muscled torso, a square chin, a goatee, a pair of light brown eyes, long black dreadlocks that hung below the stranger's shoulders, and a big-ass grin all wrapped up in a milk-chocolate wrapping that let Richard know that the other man knew that he'd been scoping him out, knew that he'd seen his very impressive asset, and that he'd found Richard similarly attractive.
My name's Howell Marshall. Alpha Vernon sent me to tell you that he might be a little late coming back. One of the mares is having a bit of a problem, the big black man said, and Richard swallowed thickly before nodding. It wasn't so much that he was lusting after the other man, but he was appreciating him. Hard. Howell nodded before turning to walk away. He took two steps before turning back around and grinning at Richard. Wolf shifter babies are very understanding when it comes to funneling, alpha mate. They don't cry much in general, but when their parents are funneling, they tend to fall asleep easily. That's the reason why there are so many little cubs running around in packs, he said before chuckling heartily and walking away. With a heavy groan of embarrassment, Richard dropped his head into his hands and chuckled softly, very aware of the sound of the triplets laughing from their play crib.